All right, loading up another episode of Shop Talk. Everything looking good for tonight. Jason Holman in the house first. Good to see you here, brother. It's going to be a fantastic show. We got lots to do and a special guest at the end of the show. You guys are not going to want to miss, trust me. So much happening in motorcycling this week. It's surprising to say that because all anybody wants to talk about is the election. We're not getting into that here. This is two wheels, and that's it. Two wheels, good times, fine highs, and low buys. Shop Talk going live in eight and a half minutes.
Oh, Tony Tello calling it out. Bert Baker is a hoot, man. One of my very good friends, a hero of mine from this industry and motorcycling in general. And by popular demand, you guys called this one out. We were asking who you guys wanted to see on the show. You said, bring Bert back. We're excited to have him here tonight. Great to see all you guys. Remember, man, throw up your hometown where you're coming from. We can give you a little shout out. We're glad to see everybody piling in here. It's going to be a nice full show tonight. David Crumb, I'm going to get something to eat. See you in seven minutes. Right on. Lisa Baker in the house. She's watching, Bert. You better be careful. Best behavior. What's good, everyone? What's good? We're going to talk about that tonight. But, man, the king of the baggers race. That's right. Laguna Seca, baby. That went off this weekend. Incredible. Just four minutes. Four minutes, we're going live. Grab something cold to drink. Remember to hit the like and share button. Help us get this around the world. All our fans out there in Choppertown land, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Everybody from the Cycle Source family, good to see all you guys here. Just four minutes, we're going live with this one.
just about a minute till we're going live. Let's throw out some haze. What's up, Brian Lance? Lunch, sorry, coming in from Florida. Janine Diffin, Jeff Davidson. Any questions you have, man? We're gonna, we're definitely gonna be throwing uh, questions at Bert all throughout the show. But it looks like we're winding down on the clock. And you have to excuse me, we moved back into the sub-basement studio, so there's no sound effects just for tonight, but let's get this one up on the tracks and get ready to go live with another episode of Shop Talk. Here we go. Okay, Scooter Tramps and Chopper Jockeys all across the land. It's 9 p.m. or just a little bit after on the East Coast. That means it's time for another episode of Shop Talk. I'm your host, Chris Callen. 50 floors below the street level. I've been waiting to say that again for so long. 50 floors between the street level. Whatever. (laughs) Coming to you live like we do every Sunday from the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. It's good to see all you guys in here tonight. Lots going on, man. We're going to... We're going to try to flip through a bunch of the news, but how you guys doing? What's going on? How What's you doing? How you guys how you, doing? How you doing? How you doing? It's Monday. It's not Monday, man. It's Dude, Sunday. they're all Mondays, and now I need a nap after going 50 floors down. <laughs> yeah, man, we had uh, some service work done to the mobile command center, so we moved the whole studio. And, you know, for that, for this thing being portable and convenient, it sure <laughs> is a pain in the ass. Oh, uh, I don't remember any of it. Anyway, man, like I said, you know, no politics here, no bullshit, a little break from it, if anything else. If this is your first time watching Shop Talk, this is something we do every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. One of the many programs we bring you from the Source Media Group on Tuesdays at 9 p.m. We go live with Coast to Coast with Chris Summer Simmons and Michael Lichter. Wednesdays, Cannibal Chronicles. And coming back soon, Sunday, Cyber Swap Meets, early morning Sunday. We go live with uh, kind of like a home shop and network thing for, for swap meters. So tune in. You can check them all out on Cycle Source's Facebook page, on um, our YouTube page, Twitter, of course, over at Chopper Town, all of their stuff. Big support from them. We love those guys. Um, what is Shop Talk? Usually 90 to 120 minutes, all the bullshit we can fit. We usually start it off with a thing we like to call the news. First up in the news tonight, and with extreme, extreme sadness, I announced the fact that uh, a man that we've all known, or at least you've seen his picture, has uh, has left this left this planet and surely going to leave a giant hole behind him. Mr. John Smith, puppy. Um, you guys will remember him from one of Michael Lichter's most iconic photos, doing the doing the Iron Cross, going past Bear Butte, and. Um, Man, if you ever had the chance to catch story time with Puppy at the Broken Spoke, Jay Allen used to have him come out and just, he'd put a stool down, chairs all around in a circle, and they'd let Puppy sit there and tell stories about the old days. But I mean, like, even back in the day with Sturgis, they had a, 
you know, a collector card series of like the most notable figures that hung out on Main Street and everything. Puppy has been yeah. uh, an absolute staple of that whole event and just a one of the original, you know, real cut from the real fabric and we sure are sad to see him go and our hearts and prayers go out to his family. Definitely an iconic person, so Absolutely. and didn't get a chance to meet him, you you missed a piece of motorcycling history. So with that, you know, again, our prayers go out to him. Let's move on to uh, some some industry stuff. Everybody's talking about the King of the Baggers. And uh, when the smoke cleared, O'Hara wins Drag Specialties' first ever King of the Baggers. Yeah, buddy. <clears throat> the debut of the Drag Specialties King of the Baggers event didn't disappoint at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca on Saturday, as those in attendance won't soon forget the sight and sounds of the Big V Twins scratching and clawing their way around the iconic track racetrack on Monterey Peninsula in a manner that most couldn't have predicted. Now, this is the coolest thing, man. Like, throughout, you know, the them getting ready for the races, we had the fortunate luck to have Mr. Rob Bitos coming in and giving us little updates and stuff. And everybody there was actually surprised at the lap times those guys were turning. We're going to actually have Rob come in at the end of the show tonight, and he's, he's there with the Sly Fox team, and they're going to give us a little update. But... I think everybody was kind of surprised to see those guys get out there and get after it the way they did. Yeah, that's some uh, yeah. some big bikes to be doing that kind of speed. No. Yeah. What were you going to say, Heather? Oh, no, pretty much the same thing as mine. <laughs> oh, I know. Wouldn't it would have been great to be there to watch that. Like, Oh, my God. How fantastic would that have been? <laughs> you know, and in the beginning, too, like, <clears throat> there, were, there were a little bit of rumblings about, you know, wanting the rules to be a little looser so the average guys could get in. But you have to figure, like, there's always been this staunch separation between, you know, the go-fast, high-end crowd, the king of kings, as the as this sport is called, and uh, the sport of kings, I'm sorry, and then, you know, the dirty Harley guys. So I think for this first one, we really had to, you know, they had to go out there, not we. Yeah. They yeah. had to go out there, and they had proved that they weren't going to bring leaky old motorcycles that were just going to blow up on the racetrack when they tried to go fast. So I feel like I just heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <You did. laughs> All right, moving on to other news. Harley-Davidson and YSE Hog is turning the corner. It's been a tough six years for Harley-Davidson shareholders. Shares currently change hands for less than half of the 2014 levels. To add insult to injury, the S&P 500 has nearly doubled over the same period. The motorcycle manufacturers struggled because of older riders comprise most of its customer base, and there aren't enough young people buying Harleys. But Harley-Davidson's turnaround is well underway, and it's starting at the top. So this comes in from MarketBeat. The gist of this is, uh, you know, consumer confidence, investor confidence, whatever you want to call it. Um, Jock and Zietz, the new CEO at Harley-Davidson, and a lot of stuff that, um, you know, his administration is doing with the company is uh is exciting shareholders so we'll see what what goes on they sure do have a lot of new programs going on with the live wire and the pan american and you know they're making cuts in some of their some of their slower selling products so could be good signs for harley they they need a few yes sir <laughs> yes sir the pan american looks cool though. hey motorcycle business is tough right now yeah you know yes it is and let's let's hope Unless that, you're- what's that no, Let, go ahead. Let's go. <laughs> I can't get my timing right tonight. I don't know, but you're so far tonight, you're the queen of, if you, what? Hey, buddy, could you? <laughs> right on. All right, so uh, 10K awarded. This is coming in from um, 
KEVN Black Hills Fox, 10K awarded to students by Sturgis Motorcycle Museum. Despite the short amount of time the students had, they were able to take 2015 Harley-Davidson Heritage Softail Strip it completely down along for Arlen S. Fork Legs, a triple tree rate kit, stretched urethane tank, and new fabricated front end front headlight, transforming the bike into a Vickla-style motorcycle, Sturgis Motorcycle Museum. Um, the mission of the Sturgis Motorcycle Museum Youth Build Program is to engage high school students in an industrial arts scholarship program that uses an annual custom motorcycle build as a workshop for teaching skills necessary to join the workforce. And they can thank Mr. Kevin Bass for pioneering right. such you go teach fantastic ideas. Knock them out of the park. So I think we're going to save some of the news for uh, for when we come back. After our first guest, oh boy, um, our first guest is a complete innovator. You know, like I said in the the early part of the show, if you guys had tuned in when I I first kicked this on live, Bert has been a a hero and a mentor. You know, to me and you know all of our guys yeah. really, and the things that he's done with um, with motorcycle gear cases has been incredible. But more than that, Bert Baker, and I will go out and say this right now before he's even on the show, has been a leader. You know, in, in times where, like right now, when motorcycle need, motorcycling needs excitement, not only has Bert given himself and his time to the uh, American Motorcycle Race Association to launch a brand new dra- a drag race program, um, he is also uh, himself responsible for putting on a run what you brung every year at the Sturgis Dragway, which is a, a huge endeavor. You can imagine how hard it is to get all of that stuff together and pay for the whole track for a day just for guys to come out and play. But it's part of his uh, part of his thing, man. You know, like he's he's excited about motorcycling. It's not real hard for him to translate that down to the people he comes in contact with. And boy, did did we see? Wow. <laughs> so not this year, but last year we took the war pony out there, <laughs> and uh, he he sure did excite one of our staff members. Yeah, Bert's always uh, always one of the funnest people to talk to. Like so, hands down. I think we're waiting for Bert to come back on screen, but I'll tell you in the meantime, let's go back to... Oh, wait a minute. Here oh, he oh is. Good. I think I see him. So, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Please help me welcome to the show Mr. Bert Baker. Bert, how you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing real good. How about you? We're good, man. We're how about good. You? Good, you know, good. Heather and the Heatherette. Man, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. You, you know, you know, you work for her. You know this. Oh, I do. We, we've been telling them that for years, Bert. <laughs> I'm okay with it, though. You know. I'm, yeah, yeah. No, no. There's comfort in that. There's comfort in that. Right. Um. You know, you talked about a few news items there, right? Um. I'm gonna show my little. And oh. nine years ago, I met this man right at the. Can I swear on this or no? Yeah, yeah. You can. <laughs> Okay, you be Bert. I, oh, thank you, thank you. Very much. I mean, I, I got to use the F word. I, I met this man nine years ago at the Broken Fucking Spoke, and uh, you know, I'd heard a little bit about him, but there he sat, you know, just chilling, you know. And uh, once you get him wound up, watch out, you know. Yeah. But uh, he's sitting there with a speculum, and I didn't even know what the word meant. Right. And I'm, what the hell is that? Well, you know, I take it around and I offer it up to the ladies and stuff. What does it do? And then he did it and I went, whoa, whoa, that's a candle opener. That opens snappers. 
or a howdy box. That's a howdy box. That's like a can opener for howdy box. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and this, this dude, this dude was real. This was so so. Yes, he will be missed. He will yep. be missed. One of the colorful characters of uh, of our our world that we love so much, puppy. Um, and uh, then you know, I heard a little bit about the thing, right? And um, uh, I watched it, and at first, when when I okay, they're gonna race baggers at Laguna Seca. It's like, well, why the fuck didn't they just get out Caterpillar D8 cats and race? Them? <laughs> you, know, thinking, you know what? You know that's bulldozers. Or, you know, I mean, why would they just stop at racing baggers? But but you walk like you said, you watch them race, man, and they're dragging knees. Man, yeah. every corner, man, dragging these, dragging these, and and uh, those boys laid it down. Yeah, they, they laid did. It down. Hey, and I'll tell Very you what, impressive. I was really surprised to hear, you know, because Rob Rob Bitos was coming in reporting to us, and he he told us the lap times, and it was, I think they were within like twenty seconds of the lap times of the of the fast bikes, you know, and and on a racetrack. Wow. On a racetrack, if you're wow. if you're behind a guy twenty seconds, yeah, that's, that's a million miles. But when you're comparing two bikes that are from completely different planets, yes, yes that's yes, not bad. Yes. No, no, they they did very very well. I'm very impressed, and I'm excited about that because, like like all racing, I've I've been trying to think of the psychology of of of, of racing, you know, and what it is. You know, we we love motorcycles. That's just a fact, right? And uh, motorcycles are like a wicked drug. I love them. <laughs> and but you, if 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 motorcycles were cocaine, then like racing is like speedballing or something. <laughs> it's like you, <laughs> I'm trying. To, that's not a very. No, that's, that's perfect. Very, that is it's right. Yeah, that, you're 100 you know right. It, it, it is is it is. You, you take that level of intensity and enthusiasm, you know, I, I saw it at our local drag strip. I threw a leg over a motorcycle, you know, at our local drag strip for the first time in over a year, you know, and, and I was in the funnest part of it was talking to people in the staging lanes and getting getting a dose of their infectious enthusiasm. And um, and so if if motorcycles excite you, if the motorcycle culture excites you. Get your ass to a race, and you'll get a bigger, more intense dose. I mean, that that level of intensity is just times a thousand. And you meet the coolest people, maybe not as cool as Puppy with a speculum, but <laughs> but uh, pretty cool, pretty cool. You and, know, um, that's and one fun and fun. You know, that's one of the things that we were saying yeah. early on, man. Was like, is like your your event that you put on the uh, the run what you brought yes. today at the Sturgis Dragway, yeah, that's the perfect yes. that's a perfect opportunity. Like, there's no pressure there to win anything, to do anything. You just get out just and you see what it's fun. like. Yeah, man. You, you know, and if you've never been down a drag strip before, I would highly encourage you to do so because it is church, man. When you sit at that tree and watch the staging lights come on, and then the lights come down the tree. It's spiritual. You know that. 
I mean, I mean, Chris, you know it. You, you, Absolutely. you dig it, you know? Well, Mark, and, Mark yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever had this conversation, Bert, but Mark was part of the Fast Eddie Lazowski team yeah. back in the day at the Sturgis Dragway. They, oh, man. They kicked some crazy I, yeah. The first I'm flash humbled. race at... Uh, I'm it, humbled. The first flash race at Sturgis, we won, I think, 60 passes that year. It was the first, what was wow. that? Wow. Like 92 Dude, or I'm something humbled. like that. On a street, a, on a street bike, street class bike. Man, so, man, yeah, I love man. it. And there's I don't nothing. know much Shakespeare, but I don't know much Shakespeare, <laughs> but uh, it should have been a pair of ragged claws scuttling across floors of silence. Yeah, yeah and there's man. there's nothing like that. The feel of that, right? I'm humbled. That's good stuff. Well, that, that's uh, yeah. And what oh, yeah. what we said, man, about about you, what's great is like you are totally infected with the motorcycle oh, bug. One hundred. You know, I mean, oh, here man. you are. Here you are bad, standing bad, bad. as as excited as, as anybody would be. Yeah. Any one of us. Dude. There you are. You know what I mean, dude, man. Uh, right, right, right. Just to feel that infectious groove, you know, and um, and can I tell the Xavier story or? Yeah. No. Bad? No. Go ahead. Can I? Can I tell it? So. <laughs> So it, it was. It was at our event at Sturgis a couple of years ago. Chris, Chris and Heather, you brought your bike, and you know, and you know, got to talk. And you know, Xavier's as cool as they come. You know, um, way cool dude. And you know, and it, I found out he had never been down a drag strip. <laughs> and and he was sitting on your bike, and he kind of had that like four year old kid look in his eye, like, "Wow, this is cool. This would be fun." And I found out he never got it down the drag strip. And I said, well, what are you doing? Get out there, man. And, well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I said, what do you got, a pussy in your pants? <laughs> <laughs> man, he threw on his helmet, man, and he got out there. But, but that's not the fun part. The fun part of the story is when he came back, his grin on his face just told the whole story, yeah, man. Buddy. He had just experienced something, you know, that, that, that was moving. That was moving, and he's done a lot of cool stuff in his life, right? He's been blessed, and um, and so uh, uh, it, it that infectious groove, man. I just encourage everybody to to participate. And we'll, we'll probably talk about our little uh, AMRA event we're going to have in a couple weeks here in a minute. I imagine. Yeah, let, well, let's uh, let's get into AMRA a little bit of a discussion of of what it is for people who might not know, and then yes. then we'll okay. go to the event. Okay, the roots have a, is, the roots go back to a dusty town in Humboldt, Iowa, where they used to drag race on the city streets. You know, one of those groovy things where the the cop turns a blind eye and you know you drag race on the city streets, and and it's grown into this this really um, eclectic collection of weirdos. Just but all obsessed, all very cool people. I mean, Mark. Chris, are you weird? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Fit right in. <laughs> okay, there you go. Only man. in motorcycles. I mean, it's, it's, and, but you're proud. You're yeah. proud. You're weird and proud, right? <laughs> right on. You know, and so it's it's this collection of weirdos, and um, you know, it includes everything from um, uh, you know, beginners or not beginners. None of it's beginners, but you know, uh, gas bike classes that have street bikes all the way up to fuel bikes that do low six second quarter miles. And so um, uh, it's, it's, it's been a tough year though. It's been a tough year with this little pandemic thing. And um, uh, we started out the season at Orlando during bike week. Um, 
and uh, and and then we had no more events during the year. Ugh. But this one coming up, this one coming up in Rockingham is going to be epic. It will be epic because because people been jonesing. I you know this. Oh right? yeah, you, buddy. You, you talk to them. They're jonesing to get out of their house. They're jonesing to do something that matters. You know, jonesing to do something fun. And and I would encourage anybody, everybody within a thousand mile radius of that track to get their butts down there and 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 participate. The neat thing about an AMRA event, unlike an NHRA event that's you know really high, high, high profile, is you can walk around the staging lanes, you can walk around the pits, you can talk to people. People are very inviting and and willing to give up information. And, um, and, 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 you know, drink the Kool-Aid, man, just, you know, get your butt down there and drink that Kool-Aid, bitch. There's not going to be any cyanide in it. It'll just be happy stuff. Right. It'll be a lot of happy stuff, man. So this is, this is 13th through the 15th, November 13th through the 15th, Rockingham Dragway. Um, you can hit their website at rockinghamdragway.com. Uh, find out all the stuff for it. Yeah. Really, really great track. Yeah, the, the 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 track is iconic. Yes, it Steve is. Bearwood is Steve Bearwood track owner is extremely professional, as professional as they come. He uh he he has a church down there. It's the Church of Speed, and that track has generated more you know record breaking times than 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 most. And um, this time of year with the cool air, watch oh, out, yeah. buddy. You get some yeah, serious speed. Good racing. Yep. There'll be some good racing now on Friday. From 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., there's open test and tune, uh, which means, let's say you're Joe Blow. You've never been down a drag strip. Well, there's your opportunity, buddy. You're, you're not in competition. It's basically like uh, the, the, the open format that uh, of our event out in Sturgis at that drag strip. Run what you brung, kind of, as long as you have your safety equipment, your bike safe. You know, you pay a little money. And I'm telling you, I, I uh, you you your life will change if you've never been down a track and you line up at that tree, right, Mark? Oh yeah, I mean, for sure. Oh man, listen, I would pay the admission fee just to go in for that smell. <laughs> oh yeah, the smell at the racetrack. You know what I mean? Like, man, dude, it's, it's just it's church, man. Yep. It's just it's just I, I love it. And uh, if you've ever had your if you've ever had an epileptic crying fit in a in the in the starting line when the fuel bikes are there oh yeah you yeah, need buddy. to do that just to experience all the nitromethane fumes and your your eyes start watering and you think you're gonna die your chest just is rumbling oh dude your chest is rumbling yep. when a thousand horsepower motorcycle hits the pavement yep. hard it's 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 religious man. no it's it's amazing I, too you have people yeah. for the first time hear those big top fuel bikes you know, stage and set up, and when they pull out, oh, it, it's nothing. Awful. They're blown away. It's like watching little nothing kids. Nothing like it. Yep. Nothing it's like great. it. Nothing like it. You know, I I got the opportunity to spend some time on one a few years ago, and I finally got it to go straight, <laughs> which is a trick. I mean, which is, which is a task. Yes, buddy. it is. You know this, Mark. Oh you yeah. And 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 uh, it's a task to make them. Finally, when I got straight, it was at Bradenton. Um. I got a good straight run going, but at the thousand foot mark, I backed out of the gas because I didn't know if I was at the 60 foot line 
or in the tomato field at the end of the shutdown. I had no idea where I, honestly, honestly, I had no idea where I was, but I backed out of the gas at the thousand foot and felt that front tire come gently down to earth. And I went, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's the one thing to ride a bull. It's another thing to actually try and control. Dog. And that's man. it too. Yep. Dog. It man. wants to go it's, everywhere uh, but straight. It's your job to keep it going straight. It, it's uh, it's it's uh, and that was the extreme side of the whole deal, you know. But I I get out there and race in the ten second, nine second gas classes. But let me tell you, there's a there's a class called Outlaw Street. Outlaw Street is a non wheelie bar. They're down. They're up in the high sevens now. These boys are running in the high sevens. Hmm. People like it's getting it. People like Tim. Tim Grendel, people like Mike Motto. Mike Motto had a lot little stretch there a few years ago where he kept on flipping over backwards. But, it, you know, um, because he wants it, man. He's a very aggressive rider, man, and he wants it bad. Yeah. But uh, um, uh, thankfully, he didn't get hurt in any way, and, and he's, he's going to be there. And uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of fast company there. But the, the thing is, is it's, it's as interactive, if not more, than this show right now, you know, and, 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 and people can get in there, ask questions. They can participate if they want, and I would encourage all of the above. And in most cases, you go to those racetracks, and the people, the you know, if, unless they're, like, actually working on their bike, they have no problem sitting and talking to you. It's, well, like, yeah. it's, like, a, it's like walking through you know, your neighborhood, you know, oh, you yeah. can talk to people yeah. and Absolutely. so interesting to see what these people bring and how they created some of these bikes and like, it's oh, not, they're I mean, really free. Yeah. Free yep. with information. Yep. You know, it, I don't know if you're familiar with the blind melon video. There was a band of, you know, oh, yeah. 10 or 15 years ago and the little bumblebee girl, yep. you know, yep. she yeah. finally yeah. walks through the gate. Oh Yeah. You know, and yeah. there are all the bumblebees in there, right? And uh, and that's that's what it Feeling is. It home. Every, yeah, buddy. Everybody, you know, it is your home. Please yep. visit. You, you, we will take care of you. And so, um, yeah, the the you can get in the gates Thursday the twelfth, actually, I believe, but definitely the morning of Friday the thirteenth. Racing's on the fourteenth and the fifteenth. There will be a shit ton of fuel bikes there, which are always fun. Like we talked. But there will be just a shit ton of gas bikes because people are jonesing for it. So, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very excited to get down there. You know, it's been a tough year, right? Yep, all around, baby. It's been a way tough year for all of us. You know. Well, listen. You see Mary, my security guard, up there in the background. Uh, wait, Mary? wait. Let me go back. <laughs> yeah, she's my security guard. You see her? Yeah, that's great. Like Lisa and I were down and. South Beach, like years ago, and I saw her, and I said, "Man, I really like to get one of those." Boom! Lisa ordered one. She's got like thirty-four quadruple Ds, and you know, <laughs> she's a tough security guard, man. Watch out! <laughs> hey, so we have a tough. bunch, she's bunch tough. of comments from uh-huh. social media that I want to pass on to you. Um, Angela Toth, Amor, yeah, is, yeah, let's hear. is let's family hear. like no other. Come see yeah. some of the best and leave. A, a party of the family. Yep. Marjorie yep. Clement. Bert, do you remember when you broke the S&S bike at Sturgis Dragway? We couldn't get any more <laughs> runs after that. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> that uh, was a devious plot. <laughs> Tony, Tony Tello says, what is Bert's fastest time on the quarter mile? 
Well, I, it was that one fuel bike pass. It was six six seventy six at two hundred two. Damn. I, you know, and and at the time, I'm not a very spiritual, religious person, but at the time. I saw black Jesus oh, and yeah. he appeared, he appeared in front of me and, and everybody knows black Jesus is the coolest motherfucker on the planet. Everybody knows that. And I saw him and he said, Bert, be cool. <laughs> That's all he had to say. So, Matt- um, but like gas bike stuff, the gas bike stuff is like mid nines, you know, at, at one forty. I'm, I, I got a faster gas bike in the works, but stay tuned. You know, so we got a couple more. Tom Kiefer Jr., Bert is the coolest. Yeah. Matt Hawkins, hey, Bert, longtime AMRA racer, first-time caller. Very um, cool. Steve Very Broyles, cool. Bert, it was a great yeah. time at Sons of Speed. Oh, that was fun. You that, a lo- wasn't lot of that fans. fun, man? Yeah, dude. I mean, I when I first thought of that, you know, like, they take these 19, well, you know more about them than I do, Chris, 1915, 1925 Harleys, no brakes, big <laughs> yep. wheels, and they race them on the banked oval at uh, Deltona, right? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And um, I thought, well, that's kind of dumb. You know, they make new motorcycles <laughs> that go fast. Why would they do that? But. You get out there, and I happen to know a, a, a friend, Rocky Jackson, who runs it. He said it's scary, man, and he's a fuel bike rider. You know, he said it's it's no bullshit riding a motorcycle that was meant to go 23 miles an hour, man. R- you know, running at 80 on these 45 degree oh, bank yeah. ovals, man. He, he no said it, it, it's a wicked drug. Yeah. Hey, yeah. listen, just like we were saying about the uh, the king of the baggers. Nobody expected them to go that fast. I can remember being at the inaugural Sons of Speed, and leading up to it, I kept telling Mark, I was like, hey, this is going to be like watching paint dry. You know what I (laughs) mean? There you go. Right. Around that great big track. And then we got there, dude, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, they were going super fast. Oh, yeah. And, you know, same thing, that love of the motorcycle thing, dude. Like, who would race Mm. Harleys on a drag strip when you can, you can, you know, there's other bikes, I'm sure, that are ripping crazy, insane track times and all of that. But, you know, it's 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 that love of it. But then again, thanks to to people like Bert and people like S&S, they turned Harley into being able to, you know, we were doing it in in 1990 and 1989 when we started. And there was like, you know, we had to invent half of because a lot of right. people didn't have Harley. Got to make stuff. all your parts. Yeah, uh-huh. and like you were saying, we we had to put. We never in our lives thought at one point would have to put wheelie bars on that Sportster. But guess yeah. what? <laughs> we got that back tire going fast and front tire a lot of times. So you know, we ended up having to. And people don't realize a wheelie when you're racing is literally the back end's going fast and the front and it pushes its way through. And the easiest way is to go under that front tire. So I mean, <laughs> you know, you we didn't realize. And now look how many years later. You can buy half that stuff for your street bike and run yeah, it. Boy, oh, oh, boy you better, oh, yeah. you better yeah, be yeah, able to hold on. Yeah. yeah, my hats off to you, man. My hats off to you, Mark. I mean, it was, it was, it's hard to make an old Briggs and Stratton Harley go fast. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot harder to do it thirty years ago. Yeah, and I, years I keep saying mm-hmm. we were talking about it. We went to the drag races here in uh, PA uh, uh, Keystone here not long ago. 
and uh, which was, used to be a big deal. Yeah, it used Keystone, to be. Keystone yeah. used to be a big deal. Now it's now it's Pittsburgh Raceway. Yeah, or Pittsburgh some Raceway, shit. and and it's nice because they actually paved the track. And at one point, when you came up to the staging line, if you had your wheelie bars on, the dip was so deep that your tire <laughs> would come off the ground. You had, to like, <laughs> yeah. you had to position yourself right, and then at the end of the track, if you weren't paying attention. There was another hump that would launch yeah. you if you weren't. Oh, and that listen, the running joke was at the end of the track, the parachute wasn't so much no. for slowing you down; it was getting you, getting back, you to back to the ground. To the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's oh, no joke God. either. But we were there, and we're thinking to ourselves, man, twenty eight, twenty nine years ago, we were there for the first couple times doing early tens in a street legal sportster. You know, like it was nuts. That's motating. Oh, that's and, motating and that right thing there. we used to enjoy because we'd pull into the racetrack after the first. We held the. We held the number one plate for HDRA for like 10 years, nine years, and uh, would pull into the racetrack, and we had a beat-up old pickup truck and a dirt bike yeah, trailer. To- total, total, and, total redneck problem. Oh, yeah, and people would load up their <laughs> but Harley shops and load their bikes back in their trailers and leave because they couldn't beat us. It was fantastic. You put them on the trailer. Oh, yeah, instantly. Like, it would show up put still bagged the from the night before, and it was, dude, it was so much drag racing. If you've, like Bert said, if you've never been there, you have to go. Dude, you have to feel that. Ha- Just like you, hill climbs. You know, I yeah. say the same yeah. thing about hill climbs. Bucket list or whatever, man. Bucket list or what, uh, you know, get get out there, get involved. I promise you won't be disappointed. I mean, you know this, Mark. I yep. mean, it's just, yeah, I promise. Did, did either one of you go to the uh, the Hogs Gone Wild thing there this uh, a few months ago? No. Oh, no. We've, been, we've been so stuck, yeah. dude. You know, you know that that's pretty interesting. New manifestation of uh, you know drag racing is a hog thumb wild thing. It's it's a sanctioning body. You know, uh, uh, the, the 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 owner of the sanctioning body, Roger Edgerton, has been d- described by my friends as an African American Burt Baker, which makes me <laughs> want to meet him very much. So, me too. And so, um, but his his format. Oh, you there? Yep. You still? Yeah, we're still here. Okay, his format is 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 bringing bringing big money purses to the table. Yeah, and that is very exciting to me, and it's very exciting to a lot of people. It's rumored that there could be a hundred thousand dollar race next year put on oh, by Rodney. Wow. Oh, that is exciting. I mean. You know, yeah. and until the AMRA gets a, gets a gets a nice relationship with a with a company much larger than mine, you know, to get the purse money up, you know, I mean, and, and to, we're gonna we're 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 talking to a number of larger companies right now, and we hope that one of them comes to fruition because because money excites people in yeah. racing as you know as you know and and so but this this uh this hogs gone wild thing is kind of exciting because it's new it's a, it's not a traditional format there's not the classes it's more bracket based and so um that's kind of exciting to me that's, you know that yeah and for most of the racers too because i say in all the years we raced i think the <laughs> biggest purse we ever won was like 300 bucks like that, there was that, no money in it there, there, there's there's no money in it it's just fun yep. you know you know except for the fuel guys the fuel guys usually yeah. have big purses but you know because but that's what it takes every time one of those things start yep. starts up it's trying to destroy itself yeah. so yeah you so know, if you leave um, the track with a running bike you're ahead yeah yeah and what was you know and back then had the you know jim mcclure and dennis the flippio and happy rings yeah. like 
those are the guys yeah. we got to race with, which, you know, back in that day, you know. Oh, to, Lumpy, Chicago, yeah. Joe. Oh, it was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Hillenbrand. <laughs> like, watching some of those yeah. guys race were, you know, and the guys with the top fuel bikes that weren't big money guys, you'd question if them dudes weren't going to blow up on the line half the time. Like, right. Lumpy right, right. did one day, yeah, dude. right? Listen, <laughs> I was at uh, New English Town and shooting from the side of the of the tree. And Lumpy's bike blew up, and it split his frame in half. The oh, motor yeah. hit the ground, yeah. and a, right. a push rod came right past my head. And he was no, out cold on top of his bike. He oh, was yeah. out cold. The cylinder, cylinder like Let's... exploded, and the bike was still pumping, and it was moving his head up and down with every with every stroke of the motor. The motor hadn't shut off. And, yeah. And, and, like, Heather's looking at you right now thinking, what's wrong with that? <laughs> she looks at him like that a lot. <laughs> 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 hey, so listen, part of part of I mean your your real story here, man, is you you've yeah. like through your entire career with Baker Drivetrain, you've innovated yeah. some of the most incredible products, new bikes, old bikes, solving yeah. problems, you know, making making cool shit. Um yep. we got a question here from John Wayne Stevens and yeah. he said uh Bert is working on a one thirty one M eight project. Ask him about that. Yeah, yeah, I just picked up a new 2020 um, Glide, you know, a garbage Glide, I think is the designated model. And uh, let me tell you, though, with that new 114 motor, most new Harleys that I've purchased over the years, they can't get out of their own way in, a, in stock form. But this bike is a lot of fun to ride. And, um, and so we got plans to stick the 131 in there with, through our local Harley dealer, who's really cooperative and really cool to work with. And, um, you know, pump it up to around 150 horsepower, 150 foot pound, you know, for the purpose of hurting transmissions, because that's the business I'm in. Is, <laughs> is, um, I, I don't view it as a motorcycle. I view it as a test bench for stuff. R&D, <laughs> baby, R&D. There you go. That means KVR&D. That's blasphemy. <laughs> and, hey, um, and so, yeah, what's up? We got uh, Mitch Bodine in from Facebook says, you know Don Johnson, question mark, fastest TF Harley with Tack riding it. He was a Jersey guy, did a couple of shovel motors for us. Tack's bad company, man. Japanese guy. He's bad company. He's a badass rider. He has no fear. No fear. I see Matt and, um, posted Pete Hill's name also. Yeah, boy. That was another one. You know. I was on a magazine ride, uh, you know, you, you know, we both have a lot of respect for Buzz, Buzz Cantor, you know, back yes, when sir. he used to do the magazine rides, and I was on a magazine ride in the Blue Ridge Parkway, beautiful riding, you know, and, and I was, um, <laughs> I was think I think I was on our 106 inch kick only shovel Indian Larry bike, and, and, uh, you know, I was busting like 80 miles an hour in this sweeper, in this this old dude goes blazing past me, not on the inside, the outside. He like blazed past me with this crazy like, like beer barrel thing. You know how Pete always puts the, whatever that beer barrel thing. I yeah. think it's his gas tank or yeah, something. Yeah. This dude goes blazing by me. So we we come to the stop and I finally get to meet Pete Hill, the sweetest guy in the world. Yeah, yeah. you know, fuel rider from hell. Yep. fuel rider from hell. Iconic man. But uh, the point of the story is, I mean, he was probably, you know, 75 at the time. Yeah. But he could ride like the wind, and he still can, I hear. Yeah. I mean, so so he Dude, drank the Kool-Aid. Listen, and that's no shit. I had the pleasure the year before last. 
yeah. to uh, to pit at Bonneville with Pete and his beautiful wife Jackie. Yeah, Jackie's and, uh, sweetheart, man, way sweetheart. Was man. Cherokee way, there way, with way, us? Way and cool. and same actually same bike we were at the drag strip with you for for run what you brung. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had a thing called the Legends Dinner where, like, you know, it was legends of racing and Bonneville and everything. And Pete and Jackie were up right. there, and they were telling old stories. And apparently <laughs> their their disagreements in the pits were legendary. And I had never heard some <laughs> of the inside stuff before before their book came out, right? And um, they were talking about one time that Pete said that they had a particularly strong disagreement, and Jackie mm-hmm. mixed his fuel. <laughs> So he said, I, I knew as soon as I turned that bike on that she did something with that fuel. He said, I looked at her and said, woman, how'd you mix that thing? She said, don't worry about it. Just go out there and get us that money. <laughs> but but that woman knew more more about mixing fuel yeah, oh, yeah. than, than, than anybody, right? I mean, she still does. You know? yeah, but for- uh, back in the day, back in the day with all the exciters and all the crazy shit they used to you know, they used to put pubic hair from virgin women in there or something, you know. <laughs> you know, go, go fast. That's, that's some expensive shit, man. That's a true story. That's yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. That's so, the funny um, part about it. You can be the best rider in the world. If your fuel guy sucks, you suck. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. That's just the fact. That's it. That's just the fact. And, uh, and yeah, you- man. So, like I said, please, please come out and play. Uh, uh, you will not be disappointed on the 14th and the 13th, 14th, 15th in Rockingham. That would be yeah. so awesome to go to that. Oh. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, man. You know, a, a, a lot of things, it, just in the time that I've known you, you know, because Cycle Source, we're, we're yeah. heading pretty quick into our 25th year, but it was around year number eight that we hit the national scene, and I got to know you, you know, a little bit then, <laughs> a little more every year after year. And, uh, yeah. Man, when I think about that even, you know, that was early 2000s and how much things have changed. Dude, I, but I, most of it's changed for the better. I mean, you know, most of it. And, and uh, I, I love to see our little world evolve, you know, and I, I want to do anything. And I'm sure you want to do anything to improve the species, you know, where, Absolutely. you know, I, 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 I want to be dead and gone and have this whole thing thriving because i think it has something to offer beyond a motherfucking video yeah amen amen Amen. you know get out there and do it don't read about it don't google about it do it i mean hands on because because in it in everybody's body you got a little chemistry experiment there's a little guy that runs a chem lab inside your body and when you get those endorphins pumping man I mean, it's there. You can't get that on a video game. It's amazing what you can pull off when you get your stuff going. Yeah. Oh, dude, man, it's totally, totally. And, totally, and now man. the COVID can't go 100 mile an hour, so getting your bike can go for a ride. Yeah, no <laughs> mask, no mask. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the yeah. biggest thing I would man, like, this, I would like to see a little yeah. bit more of is either get out and do it at the track on on the street. You know, with your buddies, by yourself, in the garage, and don't worry about if somebody's getting the picture. Yeah, right. You know, don't worry about right, if you have right. the right hashtags. Like, I'm almost, right, I'm right, almost right. wore through so, from somebody that. said years ago. It doesn't count unless it's on film. Bullshit. Yeah, it counts. Go out there and do it. <laughs> yeah, you know? man. You know, that's a, that's interesting. You know, the, that's the neat one of the neat facets of the culture that we love is 
is it's not only the motorcycle riding and the motorcycle, you know, making love to your motorcycle, but it's it's the garage scene. Yep. And you know, working with your buddies on on the bike or a problem you're having, and and that whole problem solving, you know, uh, uh, thing that you work through is is that's that that makes it a lot of fun too. And once again. You can't do that on a video game. <laughs> no, we used to say all the time, people would say how cool it was, you know, going to Sturgis and, you know, going to all these events and, you know, for all the years with Cycle Source and with Lead Sled, that was probably yeah. only about a quarter of the time. The the, right. the getting ready, the trip oh, to, yeah. and some of those trips yes. in, in the van with Chris and, and in that <laughs> truck with the, Pat, God, like, I, I like tell the stories. <laughs> the, the, times, the times where we'd you know, lose a wheel or, oh God, you know, yeah. lose a right. transmission and shit <laughs> right. like that. That was the best. Yeah. You know, I, I, I learned that is, is the, the racing's the easy part is getting to the race. Yeah, exactly. The real race. <laughs> <laughs> it's the real race. Getting there and getting and, home um, is harder than the race itself. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, our first, yes. our first, uh, um, flash race in Sturgis, the my it was my first trip to Sturgis was forty nine hours. We we had a van. What? Yeah, it took us forty nine hours from PA. You drive I, from Hawaii? Or no, something? well, well, it felt like it. We had an old Dodge uh, motorhome, and the coils kept heating up. So at one point, we went and got a core, and I drilled a hole through the dog box, and the coil wire came to the dog box, and I had like twelve coils on speed clips, and every time the thing would shut down, would put it in neutral, I'd switch all the wires over, turn the key, start it up, and keep on going. We lost the wheels on the truck. We lost a wheel That's on the trailer. That's good shit right there. Dude, we had... But and you I'll got tell a you, hell of a story. Dude, that's yeah. it, too. The, my, my, first, my first experience with the Black Hills was waking up at 3 in the morning, broke down on the side of the road, and stepping out and hearing a coyote or whatever the hell it was at that point scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, right. Good times. Hey, no, so there's... good stuff, man. There's a couple, couple more what guys. happens while you're busy making plans. Absolutely. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so there's a there's sure, a couple man. questions here I want to get to for sure. Like um, Rob Uh-oh. Rob Nussbaum <laughs> is asking if you'll make some uh, some gears for their JD model Harley Davidsons. <laughs> My answer to that is is a simple canned answer is. I'll make two-speed transmissions for dildos if there's a market. <laughs> <laughs> See, man, it's all and this, is, this is what I love about you, dude. And like what what I was starting to allude to about how much how much the the culture has changed around this thing because yeah, right. you know you can you can tell like you can tell how long you've been into it and you know where where you come from in it. And I I think right. I think some of that flavor. You know, of course, I don't want to be openly offensive to anyone make anybody feel uncomfortable you know no 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 but you know the the grain of it like i i I love the grain of that like you know that's the shit that i came up sneaking peeks into easy rider magazine and i miss some of that right it's it's intoxicating that's the only way i can put it man is it's really intoxicating and and it's it's good for the soul right i mean for real you know, I mean, the world's going crazy. Get on a motorcycle. You'll forget all about that crazy world, I promise. That's right on, I man. I promise. Yeah, that's cool, man. I want to thank you for having me, man. No, absolutely. You guys have anything new coming up at Baker you want to talk about here? Um, 
No, no, we're working in the dildo market right now. <laughs> <laughs> Moving up in the world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's a big market for that. There's 7 billion people yeah. in the world. That means there's 3.5 billion women. That's a lot of market opportunity. Well, we we have a buddy that his wife went from being a stripper to being a dildo salesman. And boy, he said, funny how she makes money now. So I guess there is a market. <laughs> so. No, she, man. She's uh, literally cutting out the middleman. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the boys at Vance and Hines gave us an SOS call on Monday, you know, because um, they blew up the transmission in their bike, right? And so they had a grudge box in the bike that took number two there. So we're kind of proud of that. Right on. You know? And um, and so we, we helped them out and got one out the door that day. And, and, and then they went racing, man. And, and so, um, you know, it's more of a, a stoplight, stoplight or drag race transmission rather than a Laguna Seca. But it looks like it served them well because they were... What they were less than two seconds behind the, you know, the Indian. Yeah, buddy. You yeah. know, that's good racing. That's good racing. Boy, and I'll tell you what, a lot of a lot of controversy is going to come out of that because here we go, with ah. India and Harley duking it out again now yeah. on a, a different form of racetrack. But boy, Indian Dude. Indian, you know, helped helped by S and S, of course, as short just keeps yeah. whooping yeah. Harley's yeah. ass. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but that's healthy. That's yep. very healthy. Yes, it is. That, that's, I, I encourage, you know, Chris, if you want to open up a transmission motorcycle, you know, store, I, 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 I don't care, man. It's healthy. Competition's yeah, good. That's what makes the know? world go round. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. If everybody yeah, liked yeah. vanilla ice cream, this would be a boring world, you know? Yeah. Boring world, yeah. man. Give me the rocky road, brother. Right Give me the rocky road. <laughs> yeah, man. All right on, man. Listen, so, you guys can check them out at bakerdrivetrain.com. Um, you know, we're actually just getting ready to go into the shop with with your six-speed six overdrive transmission we just got for uh, right. Heather's brother's bike, and we're going to do a whole yeah. bunch of little clips on that. And that was that was a really great um, opportunity. You know, I'm lucky enough to know, to know Bert and be able to call him up for stuff like this. But, you know, um, right. this transmission had a, a catastrophic failure in third gear. You know, and then I, it leads me to call Bert, and you know, Bert gives me yeah. the advice. But I'm, I'm like, right off the bat, I'm like, look, man, there looks like teeth just coming off of everything. I'm not sure about this. It seems like a case for, you know, let's just replace the whole thing, right? So replace it. Well, you know, I I made the mistake many years ago. I put my last name on on the on the trap doors of every transmission. So I, I take this very fucking personal, Chris. Right I take on. it very personal. Right on. Man. And and I love what I do. As you know, I love what I do. Yes, sir. Because yeah, that keeps man. the quality hey, up. Heather and the Heatherette. It's been great talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bert. Well, listen, man, thanks again for coming on tonight. Cool, and uh, It was a pleasure, right. Bert. We'll have to have you on again quick. All right. I want to see your ass in North Carolina, November 13th through the 15th. Get your ass down there. You will not be disappointed, and there's a little bit of wildlife going on in the evenings, too, in case you want to participate in that. So, right all right, be good. All right, all right. See you, Bert. Kids, have a good day. All right. He's awesome. Oh, yeah, he's always so much fun. Awesome, awesome, awesome. He's an energy conversation by all means. All right. <laughs> I forgot how wound up you get about drag racing, too. Oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so listen, lots more lots more coming up on Shop Talk. Uh, we still have a bunch of news to get through. Um, we have the the surprise guest at the end of the night, which I kind of let the cat out of the bag, but it's Rob Bito's coming in with a, a post-race report. This is Shop Talk coming to you live at, like every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
from the uh, Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. We're going to take two minutes here and do a, a quick turnaround for, for some of the advertisers here to pay the bills for the show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Shop Talk. I joined the military straight out of high school because I felt like I really needed some direction in my life. And what I got out of it was a sense of purpose and more importantly, to be part of a brotherhood. I started riding when I was 21 on sport bikes like most of us do when we're 21 years old. Quickly I transitioned into love of a cruiser. My perfect ride would be with all my buddies with me riding on the coast of the ocean. There's something amazing about having all your friends with you in the perfect scenery all at the same time. My bike is a 2015 Harley-Davidson Dyna Fat Bob. My favorite upgrades to it so far are my custom fairing and my 16-inch ape hanger handlebars. My name is Brandon LaBelle, and I'm a Dennis Kirk rider. Xavier with Providence Cycle Works in Austin, Texas. Your host for the 2021 High Seas Rally, the only biker rally on a cruise ship. I'm super pumped and way excited to be on the ship this year. But what I'm most excited about is the custom bike that I'm building for one of you guys to win. You're automatically entered when you come on board with us. Let's get ready to rock. Hey, this is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. I want to thank you for watching the flagship show of the Source Media Group, Shop Talk. We go live with Shop Talk every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but it's only one of the many programs we offer from Source Media. In addition to that, Wednesday nights we have a show, Cannonball Chronicles, that looks into the life and times of cannonball racers as they prepare for this year's Motorcycle Cannonball. Thursday night, we have Bike Night Live that goes into the bike night culture, the food, the fun, the hanging out with people. Sunday morning, Cyber Swap Meets kick off where we have a sort of home shopping network approach to motorcycle swap meets and we bring guys on that have live parts to sell right there. All of this in addition to our staples, which are Grease and Gears TV, live on the street from the events and rallies, Grease and Gears Garage, Grease and Gears Garage Roadshow. We look forward to bringing more of this type of entertainment to you from the home of Two Wheel Entertainment, the Source Media Group. All right, so we're back, man. <laughs> so we're back. <laughs> could, could you could you imagine? <clears throat> excuse me. Every day, going into work and working with that man with that level of energy and the it'd be awesome. The ball busting that must go on, right? It'd be a good time. Hit fit with him with us. So. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So hey, man. Um, shop talk like you know the commercial just said one of the many things that we're doing we started ramping all this stuff up around the time that the shit hit the fan with covid but we're really glad that we did because what an awesome community that we brought together we want to make sure that we're throwing a shout out to chopper town if you guys haven't checked out chopper town not just these shows they carry there's shows from dave and jody pierowitz doing chopper history rick fearless the big and rick show um 
you know, Spacey puts some stuff up every once in a while. Jackie Van Ham has a show that goes on there, Gina Woods with Open Road Radio. In addition to that, they have a lot of the, the short films and classic films from the, the motorcycle industry past and present. Um, really great stuff like Chopper Town the Sinners and you know the their garage series and really, really good way to, to waste a Sunday afternoon is to get out there and just you know, watch some watch a motorcycle program through Chopper Town. Heather, Tony Tello says that you're quiet tonight, so you're I on. I know, because you guys won't shut up. <laughs> We're talking about drag racing, damn it. With Burt so Baker. Tony's the second person to say that I've been quiet. And it's only because you guys have had such a good groove going on, and I know when not to interrupt. So <laughs> have at it, fellas. You're doing a killer job. Oh, geez. That'll cost us. Right? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being absolutely 100% sincere. Like, drag racing is your thing. So I've just been minding the chat box. And hey, listen, it's I, good. I, I, th- I thought. I thought Mark was going to red light right out of his chair for a minute. Like he was so he like, Hey, we don't get get, to talk about drag racing and racing (laughs) shit that much. He was getting flinchy, man. Yeah. I was going. That's all. I know. I'd actually like to go down to Rockingham for that. Oh, dude, that would be so cool. It's not hard to get there. I know. I know the instructions or the directions that will. Yeah. How many times I think I could drive there in my sleep. Yeah. And what do you mean? He's not invited. He's probably driving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, listen, let's get back to a couple news stories before we have our surprise, not surprise anymore guest on. Um, Next up in the news, coming in from the Hudson Valley Post. Um, Yeah, this story. (laughs) Yeah, you know, this one here. Orange Orange County Choppers donated its custom police bike to Blue Lives Matter New York City. Paul Tutter Sr. and his crew at Orange County Choppers built the custom motorcycle back in 2004 to honor police following the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Um, on Wednesday, Newburgh Orange County Choppers handed over the keys to the police bike to the president of Blue Lives Matter NYC, Joseph Imperitus. Totally cool with all the, the controversy that goes on, man, showing these guys some love. Hats off yeah, to them. They're going to actually use that to raise money for the officers and the families. I'm not exactly sure how I think they're going to be auctioning it or raffling it off to go towards supporting um, officers and families that have been uh, injured or or fatally wounded in the line of duty. So right on. Well, that's good. That's good those thing. guys have a tough job. No shit. You see what see what's going on in New York? They're they're having a hard time filling the positions, yep. even of people that are retiring. So oh yeah, give them a break. I know when I when when I've had the few occasions to. Uh, interact with the local constabulary i've been less than <laughs> well, so you know in my younger years i had actually thought i wanted to be a police officer and am i so thankful yeah. in this day and age that i did not take that no. road i i just i mean kudos to all the people out there you know yeah, one bad that are doing that job yeah. yeah it's just like with anything else yeah. you know there are good ones and there are bad ones. You can't lump them all together. Yeah, no, I totally. We just agree. can't. Right on. So, hey, um, more more kind of sad news. I know we're all waiting for, you know, the beginning of the year to see if we're turning a corner on the shutdowns and the hold downs and the wait a minutes. And uh, this just came into us just yesterday, I think. The yes. Mama Tried event has already been postponed for 2021. So they're moving it from the from February, February to date December. to December, December 4th and 5th, 2021. Um, 
as like with Flat Out Friday. We'll also move along with it. Um, yeah. That's it, such a bummer. I mean, it is not that, that I really so love early, going right? to Milwaukee in February, <laughs> but just the sign that they're going from February to December is slightly disheartening. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But I think on the flip side, I think we're going to see a lot more um, pop-up grassroots, like down and dirty chopper motorcycle parties popping up everywhere. So I think that will be refreshing as opposed to the rally in a box. I mean, nice to see some kind of rallies going yeah, no on. Oh, shit. Something. People just need a break, man. And I know, yep. you know, a lot of people are still uptight about, you know, and obviously like the the COVID thing is no joke. Yeah. You know, the, the gentleman that we talked about at the beginning of the show, it was reported to us that there were complications that involved COVID with his passing away. And I mean, that's, it's not a joke and it's touching people that you know. And at the same time, it's another it's another job or another another job i'm reading comments it's another year of your life that's going by you know and it's it's hard to it's hard to balance that like you know yeah so, hey yeah. chris do you mind if i take a second nick hildebrittle is Please. here and a couple weeks ago he asked to see to the paintings behind me can i show him yeah go ahead <laughs> do you mind well he's asked a couple times about them and i just saw him pop in so I think the one he was talking about may have been Hokahay. Well, actually, they're both Hokahay. Yeah. Um, one, I can't see which way it goes. One was my. No, you're missing it. You're mi- which way? Which way? Which way? Which way? Oh, oh, more oh, right there. There you go. That was Seth Leibowitz. Um, Seth used to put paintings in the magazine every month, and he did a a nice painting of me out on the first Hokahay. On the pearl. And then yep, on the can you see pearl. the other one? And that painting I did for the uh, the grandson of the chief of the Lakota, and that was to honor the Hokahay. I did that for his birthday one year, Mr. Jim Redcloud. Still miss him to this day. Sorry. He's asked a couple times, so I thought we would just take a minute and show him. Plus, I like showing off your artwork. I'm sorry. John Toth, Bert, Bert Baker for president. <laughs> wow. Would that be fun? Dude, I would love that debate. Because I'll tell you what, if you ever thought that one candidate was going to walk over wow. and slap the shit out of another one, <laughs> yeah, right. it would happen with Bert Baker on the stage. I'm telling you right now. Oh, you can't help but love Bert Baker. Oh, you know. just can't. His energy yep. is in. And it's as crazy and chaotic as it is, you have to smile around him. And the funny part about Bert is, like, when you talk to him, like me and Chris were laughing, like, you walk away sometimes and you're like, (laughs) holy crap, like, what just happened? Yeah, what was that? Yeah, and then you, like, pay attention to it. He, like, everything he says, it it all, like, flows together. He's a, he's a, a wordsmith for sure. Okay, one more story we got to get through, and this comes from because uh, our our next guest is waiting. Um, this comes in from Yahoo Finance. Harley Davidson recalls Livewire bikes for software defect. Oh boy. Um, the gist of this story is that there's about a thousand bikes that are that are on on notice for this. Per National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, recall has been issued due to reports that a few of the 2020 Livewire motorcycles have electric powertrains and unexpected unexpectedly initiate a shutdown without providing a clear notification to the rider that the shutdown sequence has started. And some, so it's not a lot different from my shovel head, but um, in some cases, <laughs> the vehicle does not restart after the sudden shutdown, again, just like the shovel head, due to a software detect, 
defect in the onboard charging system. So, you know, not not a real big deal. Harley Davidson actually um, comes out with a comment that says this this really they expect only affects about one percent of the uh, of the motorcycles from that model year. So, I do want to take the opportunity. I've been seeing a lot of people lately on uh, social media here and there with the clear and present need to defend the live wire. And it seems like there's this whole thing going on between the old biker, new biker crowd that, you know, all you, you dirty old biker bastards just don't want change. And, you know, and, and they're, they're saying that the live wire is getting a bad rap from people that are just traditionalists. And I think for some of us, before you go all the way out on that limb, it's not entirely about that. It's the fact that, you know, the price point of that motorcycle compared to the, you know, several other bikes that have already been in the market, Harley still has some work to do with that bike. Yeah. You know, and, and of course, like everyone's saying, it's not a bike for everyone. I don't think it would be a bike for me ever, you know, and I don't think it's a bike for every purpose. You're not going to do, you know, you're not going to do the, the coast to coast trip on it. You're not going to do the four corners. No. I don't think that's what it's intended for, but more specifically, it needs to it needs to fit that market better. Yeah. If they're going to be competitive, they're going to bring that bike into the market, and they're going to they're going to take that brand along with it. Because you can either have one or the other. You can have the traditional mentality where the brand is everything, and you'll suffer through whatever just to have the brand and and participate in the culture that goes along with it. Or you're going to enter this new market where that that you know the depth that that brand goes isn't really the same as the traditional. You know, so it's got to be about the product. So, yeah, and, and yeah, I agree with you. I think if they had come in at fifteen thousand, yep. and they market it to urban areas, because that's really its best use yep. is urban areas and things like that. And again, thirty thousand—that's just yeah. too much. Fifteen thousand. If they came in at fifteen thousand, I think it'd be a completely different story. Yep. And, yeah, and on so. top of that, if it's your if it's your gig, then run with it. Don't let anybody. Deter you from that, you know? What no, I mean? absolutely. Yeah, if you if you like it, go get it. And listen, if I out. had the if I had the extra dough, I'll tell oh, you right no, now, I'd have one. I'd have a Tesla in my driveway. Yeah, damn straight. Damn straight. You know, but I will say though, the people that I do know that have ridden them like, have been very impressed. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh no, no. And these listen. are traditional. You know, even even you, Chris. I think if you got in, I think your initial reaction would be very impressed yeah. when well, i remember a, but it's it was, not something you're gonna buy it was like 10 10 years ago that i saw my first electric motorcycle hit the bonneville salt flats and i could not believe how fast that motorcycle took off and got up to speed yeah. it's incredible it's incredible mm-hmm. technology but there's just you know infrastructure you know cultural acceptability yeah. like there, there's a whole bunch of stuff in play there but i just don't want to see people get into this pitch piss and match of old biker new biker yeah. thing about it, you know because yeah. i think i fit kind of into half of those categories and like hey whatever you're a straight old biker you keep yeah. you, you just shut the hell up you're straight old <laughs> how about that honey. all right listen hey with that we're gonna cut to our next guest because i can't take any more old jokes from her um <laughs> We reported over the weekend of the uh, the King of the Baggers race that happened in Laguna Seca, and man, like the the views on everything that was happening social media with that was absolutely off the hook. I was fortunate enough to lean on my good buddy Rob Bitos and uh, and guilt him into to giving us reports, and I was totally totally surprised. I kind of knew that these guys were going to bring it hard, but boy, 
it was amazing to hear that stuff. Rob, what's going on out there? Oh, we don't have sound yet. Hang Let's on. Let's try that. Well, he gets sound. I want to clarify. You're not old biker as in age. You are an old soul biker with old world biker values. You have always held on to those <laughs> and not strayed. That's what I mean when I say you're an old biker. He's 50 now. He's let's, let's go back to Rob. You can try to save that later after the show. What's up, boss? Am I finally here? You oh, are. Yeah. Okay, I had all kinds of things going on. Technical difficulties were still in Monterey. Uh, the airports were all shut down. There was a big storm in the Rockies, so we're still here. Um, still, so it's it's like kind of we had to stick around just to take care of all the messages that were coming in and everything. Let me get plugged in here because we're got low on thing. It's been that kind of day where everything's going on. Well, I can only imagine you've had like a million phone calls since this thing has hit the social media wires, boy, because. It was off the hook from start to finish, finally seeing the bikes live and in person, you know, hearing the reports about their lap times, watching the, you know, first practice, first heats. It it, it was, you know, we're still sitting around. I got, uh, here, slide up in here real quick, Alex. I got Alex Fox from Sly Fox uh, Performance, the uh, youngest founder in the event. Then I'll slide back to you. Uh, a company just a couple years old, Carbon Fiber. And um, came into the event, not a full factory back team. We had a couple of those in there. Obviously, the folks from Harley and Indian jumped on board, partnered up with a couple of the squads as well, and uh, they represented themselves well. But uh, as a pure privateer team, the Sly Fox guys, top five in the, in the uh, event. And, uh, man, it, it, it's just electric what's going on. Uh, we've seen some of the posts are over a million already. You shared with me that. Uh, 60 plus thousand people were logging on to the walk around at the pits. People yep. are into this right now. Well, and it's like like we said in the first report, man, it's the first thing that is truly new that's going on. You know what I mean? Like when people started hearing performance bagger, yada, 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 the, you know, where, I mean, the bikes were on the track at Laguna Seca, dude. Yeah, right. That's insane. That's fantastic. That's the beginning right there. You know, one of the things that was really crazy and. <clears throat> You know, you and I, Chris, have, have, have experienced this throughout our lives. If you're going to be a guy that is going to try to, you, you know, you're going to take the risk. You're going to try to lay it all in line. You're going to try to come up with something. You've done it numerous times yeah. with from your magazine all the way up through, and you take a risk. And you're going to encounter people that they want to express their opinion, and they, and they want to, I don't know, do you call it doubters or haters yeah. or whatever like that? And when this came out, the the... And it wasn't just the road race community. There was even some Harley people, I guess, that come out and were like, this can't succeed. This can't win. This isn't good the whole bit. And I, I have to think they, they have to completely rethink what oh, they yeah. talked about. This is one of the coolest things that you can do. Yeah. Yep. And and where do they think that it wasn't gonna wasn't gonna be cool? Oh, like, they're gonna scar the tracks. The bikes aren't gonna work. <laughs> the people aren't gonna be into it. They're not gonna really go that fast. They're not gonna be able. To, I mean, everybody wants to be an you know an opinionist and they want to throw out all their professional knowledge on stuff. We just knew when we were talking as a group of aftermarket. You tell a bunch of aftermarket guys they can't do something, oh, yeah. they will go do it. Oh yeah. Then right. you mix in the fact that it's a motorcycle thing. They're going to show you twice as hard that they can yeah, do they're it. They're going to hurt themselves doing it. Yeah, right. Well, you know, that was kind of what we said too. Like we had a guest on last week that was, you know, pushing the idea that like with the rules and everything it would have been nicer to see it be more inclusionary, but 
I was telling Mark earlier, I can totally understand. Oh, yeah. You guys had to prove that you weren't just going to come out onto this world-class facility yeah, with leaky it, old man. motorcycles that were blowing up left and right and prove that, prove that these bikes deserve to be there first. You yeah, know? right. You know, we had to go through tech inspection. There was videos that the riders had to watch that Ben Bostrom didn't watch the video. They had him on a no-ride list. This is no joke. This isn't coming to some kind of event where – you know, whether it's at Sturgis or Daytona, things where we've always been inclusive and welcome and you walk into a bar. This is a world-class racing facility with the most incredible amount of, of etiquette that had to be followed. We wanted to make sure that not only could we deliver what we said we were going to do, but it was done with people that had something to lose. You know, their products were on the line and they, I think everybody rose to the occasion, but uh, don't worry you're all going to get a chance real soon to do this. <laughs> well, and that's what, you know, we just got a comment in from uh, Brian Peltier replying to CycleSource, that's not a bad thing, and it's not. You know, now that now that they've proven the legitimacy of this, yeah. I mean, you guys are even already talking about, you know, a, a, a maybe a three-race series for next yeah. year. Well, when you say we're talking about it, it's Moto America that talked to us. They felt that what we were able to not only bring to the paddock, what we were able to bring to the viewing audience, the social media that came with this, the way um, people, and, and listen, whether you have doubters or whatever, or people that are on your team, it's it's content. And people right now are starved for it. We were able to deliver this in a manner that it's a, it's something for everybody. You know, I mean, it, it's something that people have in their garage. They can afford them. They can buy new ones, old right. ones, whatever, and get out there and do it. So I think track days around the world are going to go through the roof. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, um, what was your take, Chris? I mean, I value your opinion more than. What do you think? You know, like I like I said right from the very beginning, you guys you guys could have went out there, and as long as as long as no one hand grenaded on the track, and yeah. as long as it was respectable, and there was a good race between first and second, second and third, third and fourth, you know, as long as there was a good race, I think it was a win because. I think this expands on the idea that the new generation of motorcycle riders are coming into this are coming from motocross backgrounds are coming from flat track backgrounds are coming from, you know, racing of, of all styles and sort. And they're ending up in the Harley thing and they want to bring some of that with them, you know, and this is just this is an extension that I remember, you know, going to the superbike races, watching uh, Nikki and, and Roger Lee and Tommy race around the track and like. I wanted to see the Harley truck there so bad. I wanted Harley to be part of that because I loved the racing. Yeah. I loved going to all those tracks, you know, and like whatever part that you guys get this back in that the, you know, Harley Davidson and the aftermarket companies that, that are making the parts for, for those motorcycles are back at that track. I am in love with it. What do you think, man? You were out there top five. You had this nine months. It uh, these guys had to get these bikes from concept to racetrack, and uh, dude, it wasn't easy. Oh, that was a stressful nine months, let me tell you. But <laughs> we put a bike together, and it made all the laps, and we qualified fifth, and we placed fifth, and I couldn't ask for a better place. You know, we were up against some heavy hitters. We had SMS, we had Vance and Hines. Trask built a hell of a bike with the turbo. Um, Roland Sands had another Indian Challenger, and I'm pretty happy with what we did. You know, my rider was very satisfied, and at the end of the day, he told me that feels like a real race bike. <laughs> you know, the so. crazy thing is, you know, I mean, you know, for the for a long time, the V twin community, and and I hope it never goes away. They had these bike shows where 
you know, you brought your bike into an event, a lot of craftsmanship from etching and painting and fabrication and shows and stuff. But when you take something to a racetrack and then we had guys that were, that changed motors in between practice sessions, changed transmissions. And gang, here's a tip. If you need something about 90 or 120 miles away at 11 o'clock at night, just call an Uber. They'll pick up a transmission and deliver it right to the track for you. <laughs> I don't like next hour service. It's really a good deal. That's quick thinking. And yeah, I mean, it, you know, that's, it was like that. And guys were thrashing to get these things done. You know, you go to a bike show, maybe you wipe your bike down or somebody puts fingerprints on it. Every time they rode these bikes, they needed tires. They needed, you oh, know, yeah. brake pads. They needed... Uh, um master cylinders i mean it's you you are working on your motorcycle in between sessions in between oh, yeah. and the thing is you know and you hear the, the race car guys talking about they're gathering data yeah the next yeah. time they go back to this place they've made just chassis changes that are taking seconds off their lap yep now let's uh let let's talk let's talk some real shit first of all i want to know how much smack talking was going on after the race between the Harley and the Indian. Come on. Hold on. So here's the thing. How much would have been probably going on if it weren't? I mean, those, those guys had a lot of factory people here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Support there. So those two teams, they had a lot of factory help. I mean, you know, there's a difference between OEM factory help and aftermarket factory help. When you have, you know, kind of a little better budget but um none the the one thing that i will say the camaraderie among 99.999 percent of the teams working together helping if somebody needed anything guys were diving in they, th this was so important to everybody that the proof of concept was what it was and man a big tip of the sombrero to everybody that helped because we never could have got it done without their effort Dude, that first turn off the line. We're just showing that video right now. Like, I think that was that was one of the coolest things ever. Like seeing seeing those bikes, and you you had no idea what was going to happen coming out of that. There was no clear sight of where of who was going to be at the end of that turn. You know, I mean, you and I've been to the 80th, or well, I didn't go. You went to the 75th, to the diff. I went to the 80th, didn't I? 81st, I didn't go. Yeah. Anyway, Sturge, I mean, we've been there for, you know, historical things. Historical things are one thing. When you get something, especially in the year 2020, that has never, ever, ever, ever happened. Yeah. That's epic. That's like, that's, you yep. I mean, that's when you're part of history with these guys. When they took the track first time at a Moto America event on Friday morning at eight o'clock in the morning for their first practice session, and some of the you know the guys standing on pit wall, you know, because we were first. So if anything's going to catastrophic happen and we're going to have a delay and somebody's going to you know slide out or a motor's going to malfunction, it happens in the morning. Now you're back behind all day long, you know. Yeah. And the next thing is, well, what are they going to turn for laps? Now none of us had any idea. So I go, well, what do they turn for? You know, 120s. I'm like, okay, what do you think they're going to turn? Two, 205. Yeah. Now, this is just guys, right? And the first lap they came through at a 141, and then the lap time started dipping. All of a sudden, things got a lot more like, whoa. You know, these <laughs> yeah. guys were bringing it. Yeah. Then, again, you know, you get back to everybody talking about all oh, the corkscrew is going to just destroy. Did you see what they did to the corkscrew? These guys manhandled oh, yeah. that part. 
Yeah, we just have video up of them coming through it. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, insane. I don't, is there anything that looks cooler when these guys were backing it into the first corner, coming in trap speeds at 126, 127 miles an hour? Oh. I mean, that's that's testament to how hard they worked and what. If this is the first step, man, imagine what happens by the time they get these things really dialed in. And, and then you think about it, that's a lot of bike to be throwing around. I mean, those guys aren't playing around with a with a little bike. There's a shit ton of weight there. Even even with even the, the weight air, they cut off of it, yep, it's even, still a hell yeah, of a bike. Even the, just figure the air between the fairings and the bags and being up off the ground a little higher there. Give them guys a lot of credit, boy. That's some badass racing right there. So, no, nah, the, the 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 guys that rode the bike, every every single one of them, yeah, um, just did did, did the V twin community right. They they showed what's possible. They showed what's capable, and I think they showed what the future might be holding oh, dude, for. They, uh, they made history. Yeah, hands no, on. No, absolutely, proudly, no, they, proudly. Yep. That every they one made of part of it history for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I think the future's kind of bright right now. I think that anybody that doubted it now has an understanding what can happen. I think the aftermarket companies are going to see massive growth yep. in what can be done. And honestly, I'd be really stoked if Harley Davidson took note, started Absolutely. building an aluminum swing, our mid-mount control, single shock, you know, ratio, yep. upside down four cartridge clicker, you yep. know, giant, massive rotors. Meet the customer at know. their need. Absolutely. Knock the thing down to 550 pounds, you know? So what was the biggest aw shit moment? For me? Or the people there? I, I, um, just Frankie, Frankie Garcia's loop out, which terrified us. The Roland Sands bike, did you see that? No. They were practicing starts on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Corey West on the uh, Sly Fox road glide took off. He was right behind him. Spun this Indian challenger up, dumped the clutch, did not move a foot, and the thing spiked them into the ground. He broke the handlebars in half on his femurs. Wow. And had to wake up every night from 11 o'clock at night when he went to bed till that morning and stretch out and get in the tub before he, he tightened up and wasn't able to ride. But he came across the line in third place. So, hey, tip of the cap to him as well. How, how'd our boy Willie Pig do? Had his stereo cranked up. <laughs> um, yes. He had the playlist going. He was the only guy with floorboards out there. Oh yeah. Um, they listen. The guys from Arlen Ness, you know, they they're they're outstanding. Obviously, the whole Ness family. And when they came on board, it was super late. Um, they probably had twenty eight days to get ready. It was something that happened, and um, when when they came on board, they came on board with a great attitude and said, "Let's just go have fun." But yeah, he hey he had a great time. Um, I'm sure the very next time you ever see him in an opportunity like this and he has a proper time to get ready, I'm, I, the guy can ride a bike. Yo, well, he's a, he's he's a trip. He's also going to be that way. We were all trying to push what beggars were. And <laughs> somehow it got all competitive and some teams joined and, and the flip switched and it turned into a bigger race than what we all thought. That's great, man. It really is. And, uh, you know, obviously we're playing we're playing video right off of the – you know the Moto America drag specialties coverage of it, and you said that that thing's already clocking up to like a. a There's a YouTube more. video of it that Moto America put it up. That's over 1.1, and this was a while ago. Now the event is officially. You know we were we were kind of laughing about this. 
We started it on January 12th by starting it. We have a discussion at the uh, Newport Beach Elks Club. Fred Fox puts his blessing on it. Now we can proceed. Yeah. So from that day till the race was just about nine months. So we gave birth to Bagger Racing. It's now one day and one and a half hours old. Well, I'll tell you. Our it's, little bundle of it's joy. It's cool as shit. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I'll tell you but, what. Uh, like, yeah, so I see a listen, long. So 2021, do, I, do we have a cycle source entry? I mean, you know. Oh, boy. I I told you I no. told you on our wait a minute I told you Heather, on our, come on I told you on our phone call earlier I I fully intend especially Heather because one of the races might end up at the racetrack right up the road from us yeah and I'm gonna I'm Listen. gonna reach out to our sponsors. Hey, Rob. Are you going to yes. pay his life insurance? No, no, him? I'm not. I'm not going to be the racer. There's real oh, guys. Okay. There's real racers for sure. He's yeah. probably going to have Valentino Rossi ride his bike. Yeah. yeah. Marquez, you know, Chris, he's got a thick Rolodex, man. He could pull out some superstar my power. Rolo- my Rolodex is way thicker than my wallet, though. I don't got Rossi money, baby. <laughs> right. That's just it. <laughs> But Rolodex is way thicker than the wallet. <laughs> hey, but seriously though, like I, w- I want to talk. If if you're if you're a supporter of Cycle Source Magazine, our sponsors, our advertisers, I am absolutely looking to put a group of us together to put something in this. Yeah. If they're doing a three race series, I want to get behind it, and that means that we'll throw in all the promotional aspect that we can put behind it. If you guys are interested. I'm going to be calling you real soon about this because this thing just looked like it was off the hook. And like I said, I'm so happy to see these bikes back at the racetrack, you know, at the at the Sport of Kings. I want to be there. Like, I can't believe I missed this one. You know, and everything about it was so unfortunate from the, you know, the pandemic side. No fans. Um, there were some campers there. And like I said, it's so odd. I mean, you obviously know what a thousand CC superbike or even a six hundred. They have a, a smaller twins class and four hundreds and things, and they have a zippy, liquid cooled sound. When these things fired up and started rolling out on the track at eight in the morning, Yamaha, Suzuki, uh, the privateers, the small kids, the, everybody was on pit wall watching this. The campers that found their way into the campgrounds were up on the hill. It was the most watched event this weekend on site. And if we could have had a V-twin crowd there, I think the support that we would have seen could have oh, literally would have been off the made charts. this the biggest event of the year for them. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's a, like you'd said before, this is the first time that, that they had done this race. I mean, it's uh, everybody said, oh, you can't race a bagger. You can't, and they went out there and showed them up. So good for them. Right. Hey Rob, there's no, you could never say you can't race a bagger. There's right. video proof that yes, you sir, can be one of the baddest dudes ever on one. Oh of them. yeah, or do that. I know there's some girls that can ride too. Well, yeah. listen, I think anybody that's ever followed Big Ricky Hoffman around on his bagger <laughs> will confess to yeah. the fact that you can absolutely race, or you hey. can at least act inappropriate as hell. Yes, on you it. can. And then let's not leave the pearl out of that either. Oh yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, that was a, another one. People would ride that thing past people, and they're like, holy shit, somebody put a put a drag <laughs> bike inside of a dresser. Hey, so I got my oh, first sponsor. Cycle Stop USA is yep. in. Yep. J- Jason yep. Holman, Cycle Stop USA is in on the on the team bike. You so. go, Jason. Oh, you're right going you're, you're oh. to have so many. You're going to have so many sponsors. I think you're gonna. I think you could have easily one of the best bikes there. You've been to Bonneville. You know what it takes to build a race bike. Yep. Yep, I'm listening. A lot of safety wire, a lot of friends. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm right. reaching, I'm reaching, I'm reaching straight out the zippers. 
Like, yeah. I, Danny, oh, I, say, Danny, I will Danny? be calling you tomorrow morning. <laughs> Zipper's got to be in on this because my, hey, my motorcycle from that? Zippers is ridiculous. Ago, Heather's out. Now she's calling Zipper. <laughs> yeah, right? That's, that's awesome. I love my wife. <laughs> oh, shit. Right on, man. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much for taking some time. I know you guys are stuck and probably frustrated and want to get your drink on. Because that's exactly what the hell I do with a massive layover. I mean, like, talk about, you know, the ups and downs. You go from all of this exhilaration of pulling this thing off, and that's like, okay. Waiting for an airplane. Just hang on. Yeah, Stay, hold on. stay there for a minute. Do not Well, move. you know what was kind of good about it was, you know, we were still here in Monterey when we woke up in the morning. So a lot of the teams were still here. We had that last little morning send-off. And, you know, I mean, it's it's been and, – and you've been at events like this where the vibe – you can it's you can feel it you know what i mean like everybody's in a in a different kind of i think everything's just going on i think all your endorphins are just wide freaking open and you can't you can't duplicate what racing can do to your to your soul you just can't do it oh no it's definitely i think racing could be healing in some points you know i mean I i'm talking about it could kill you but on the other end of it it could definitely be healing so Oh, right on. Yeah, that's cool shit. Hey, I want one of those Sly Fox hats. Yeah, buddy. My grandfather's call name when he was a detective was Sly Fox. And now I'm looking at that hat. That's uh, that's cool. Sly Fox performance. And the parts are badass, Yeah, that's right on. We got we to gotta get you guys on the show for some of them parts. Just do Rob the, the digits, and I'll, I'll get it sent out. Oh, that's sure. that's a that's badass. I love it. Right on. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Fly Fox care package. You might even be one of our fashion models back on the East Coast. <laughs> that's that's shirt. shirt, COVID mask, you know, the Let's whole thing. some booty shorts. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a horrible picture. Oh, boy. Me I got to go home now. All right, man. Well, listen, thank you guys both for, for coming on tonight, and I look forward to uh, I look forward to the buildup of, of what's coming. So oh, please yeah. keep us in the loop. So what, we, I, what I can't wait is, so I can't wait, and, and I know you and I talked about this, Chris. I can't wait to see a first turn of the Cycle Source Media bagger at Pittsburgh International Raceway coming oh. into turn one, full drift. You know, team manager, and I can see Heather with the headsets on, dual stopwatches, the clipboard. Oh, you know, she. she listen, you she, should see the look on her face right now. She, she, she'd, she'd, she'd be, she'd be out, she'd be out at the, out at, out at the track with the sign. This is your lap time. Pick it up. Pick it up. What is wrong with you? Chris, do you, you have remember our smallest could have better than that? Step it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Rob, remember when uh when when Big Jim Stewart used to stand with his foot on the track? I could see I could see Heather out there. This line right here. <laughs> hey, and then moving ten feet closer to the corner for the braking mark. We're gonna step you up here a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just a little. You can do it. <laughs> What were you saying? Well, this has, so, this do you remember what I said to you when you made your first it. pass on the salt flat? <laughs> no. I was scared. To, I was I was petrified when you went when it was your turn to go out on the salt. Remember all week, and I tried talking you out of it. Yes, and I told you if I died there, it was a good end of a story. <laughs> oh, you had to say that, and I told you like so scared the whole weekend, and then it came up to your turn. I'm like, well, if you're gonna do it. Make it count. <laughs> so if you're gonna do it, do it right, That's do it right. good, and just go all out. But I, I can't, I can't, especially like if there was any idea that I was ever gonna ride one of these bikes Ooh. in a situation after watching, after watching those guys this weekend, yeah, another uh -uh, level. I'm out. 
We need a racer. And, and I'll tell you, drag racing's one thing. This is a whole nother oh. deal. Yeah. Like, this is, hey, listen, so much respect for the drag racers. Yeah. You know, those guys get up there, the reaction time and things like yeah. that. But, you know, the, the hard thing about an adrenaline rush like that, I mean, even, a, you know, I mean, they have these doggone baggers, I think, in like the eight-second oh, range yeah. or something Easy. crazy yeah. like yeah. that. This was, you know, this, and I think it'll grow, but it was eight laps, you know, uh, minute 40 the sighting lap the ter- i mean you're in it when you're done you know it's rare i think that you get out of a drag race and come back and your your forearms are exploding you're, I was gonna say, you arm know, pump and you're yeah. exhausted a whole bit i mean it's more of a you know it's more of a rush i'm sure a massive one but lap after lap trying to hit your marks trying to battle the guy from behind you catch the guy in front of you make sure you know you're hitting your mark it's just there's nothing like it. Yeah, had to feel good though, right? As as a racer to 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 prove the to prove the doubters, you yep. know? Because I'm sure, like in in that class, man, I'm sure there was just people with their shitty looks, just like, oh boy, here come here come the guy, here yep. come those guys. Had to feel. Well, good. I mean, like I said, it, it the road race guys were one thing, and even just some of the you know. Some of the V twin guys that didn't see how this could be a benefit or, or work for the greater good. And and from this point on, I promise you there'll never be another invitational only. We proved the concept. It's a cool ass thing to do. Right on. Now, let's see how many people want to put enough O's in cool to really make it happen, you know? Yep. Yes, sir. Get the crews out there. I want to see some dealers building bikes. I want to see cycle source on a bike. I want to see you Bob, know, progressive insurance. Oh, everybody. <laughs> twisted hey. T. I can't wait to see the Twisted T race back. Oh, listen, I'm calling Billy tomorrow, yeah, too. Yeah, right. Uh, listen, I'm trying to put all those labels on one vehicle. Hey, so. wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> we, ha- we have a Twisted T bike build coming up. Maybe. It's, it a, be... it's a shovel head. That ain't going to happen. We <laughs> Did can you see these that bikes? They, I, we oh. haven't signed that shovel over to them yet. Well, listen, I'll tell you what. I'll make I'll make this the commitment. Twisted T bagger. Hey, Heather, imagine Chris... In those twisted T leathers out there, <laughs> the knee Oh, Jesus no. Christ. I look like a... Yeah, I mean, he, well, he's got to do track days, you know. Just for fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, listen, I'll make this commitment to it anyway, no matter what happens with a cycle source, partial, you know, fielded bike or whatever. But um, whoever's signing up for this, leading up to the series, I want to interview everybody. So... Get them in touch with us. Bring them. If you're working on a, a team, if you're building a bike, if you're you know fielding a racer, get a hold of us. We want to have you on Shop and Talk. Come hella high water. We're going to be at the next race. Yep. Oh, that's it's. I'm counting on it. I'm going to have to watch. Uh, we'll drive there all together if we have to. That's whatever right. it takes. Oh, right on. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd right. be going into the off season problem. right now of racing. This was their final event, so. I truly have to believe today's their last superbike race. That Monday afternoon, this planning is going to start. And um, seeing that the relationship that was good with them, just to give everybody a fair shot, I'd love to have some big announcements out by Christmas, you know? Like, right just on. have the whole what the deal is, you know? Well, you have so the floor here, buddy. Yeah. You have the oh, floor yeah, here. no, for sure. And that would give people um, a chance to get, you know, a, a, Again, it took these guys nine months. Now they, they, I think some guys would have done things different. They wouldn't have worried so much about this and, and done more of this. But here, give them real, give them a thirty second piece of advice for the builders out there. Is you went through this from a street bike 
to a race bike. Oh, this is my personal bike, and we completely modified it to work on the track, and it wasn't until actual practice at Laguna where we were learning about all these things we needed to modify. You know, there with racing, there's the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, but Amen. at the end of the day, we made it happen. But uh, the special thing about this V-Twin community is I had other teams helping me out with things that we needed to modify, and we were all together. My racer comes from a road racing background, and he was shocked at how supportive our whole industry was and how the V-Twin guys were all just in it to help. This was the first time for everybody, and there was a bunch of hero moments that went down, and it nothing can describe how awesome this weekend went and i want to do it again that's great man congratulations to all you guys i mean they're saying it in the in the the chat box here congratulations on making history this is so badass like you just you got to walk away from from this really feeling like you you put your mark in the motorcycle history books you should be so proud well no we and we are but doing something once that's that's cool I want this. I want everybody that's truly interested to be able to experience. I want the dealerships out there to have the passion to build the bikes. I want the riders. This is going to open up a bunch of seats for guys. When I'm telling you, Colin Edwards and John Kosinski and these guys were texting going, we want to do this. You're going to have an opportunity to partner up with a, motor, a road racing legend. If you yeah. want, you and know, not only the seats on the bikes, the seats in the stands. Yeah, buddy. I mean, this V Twin community will load that place with people to watch those oh. baggers race. Yeah, and and you know we're at Laguna Seca, and I don't know if you had ever been there, but the stands aren't as impressive as this massive hillside with yeah, the corkscrew. Right. Uh, that place would it, it would have looked like I don't know what it would look like. It would have looked like nothing we've ever seen. The whole and, and it's it's going to happen. We're going to get this this pandemic behind us so we can all get back together and, and just be part of each other's lives and experiences. And hey, when folks, on. you get this one, you're going to walk away either going, I've never seen anything like that, or I want to do that better than anything in the world. You you know what that hillside would look like, Rob. It would have been like the old days at Steel City. Steel City, exactly. Oh, man, baby. man we could have the hill. Party in the grass. It would have been bananas. Yep. Right on, dude. Well, listen, we're going to cut you guys loose. Thanks again for coming on. Totally appreciate all the help through the weekend, letting us bring some uh, some sneak peeks to everybody, and, and congratulations again. Can't wait to see the Twisted yeah. Teach Road Glide Cycle Source bike out on the track. Powered by zippers. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for all the, uh, for all the support, Chris and Heather, and everybody in the uh, Source Media Group. All right, man. Thank you. Be Later. safe, Rob. See ya. Yeah, buddy. What a great, great yeah. thing that went on there. I love Rob. Yes, sir. That's some good stuff. So, hey, man, uh, real quick, we want to hit a couple couple events to before we turn you guys loose. Uh, remind you that we're coming to you live from the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. We ship today, which means if you're late as hell like me all the time on the stuff that I'm building, they're going to hook you up because they ship today. What does that mean? Like, I think up till 8 o'clock at night, they can still get it out the door and onto a plane and into your neighborhood by the next day. So check them out. Dennis Kirk, we appreciate their support. All of our sponsors, if you look up in the corner there, there, um, we got a lot of people to pull for the show, and uh, we appreciate everybody for that. Um, Coming up in December, December 5th and 6th, you can see all or part of us at the the Central Florida – Wheels of Steel event that is going on. Um, we partnered up with 
with Cycle Stop USA on this. We're going to be doing a bunch of media stuff from there. Be a really good time. So um, make sure if you get the chance to get out for that, that you are in attendance. We're also going to be there with flat broke chops and rods. So you get to see some of the bikes that we build and as a separate thing. Uh, don't forget, there's still time to twist up your ride. Get in on the Twisted T 2020 sweepstakes bike. Yeah. The T-Dozer that's going to be going off any time here. Um, again, I want to put a mention out for the drag races coming up in Rockingham. And I know it's still like kind of a year away, but man, am I looking forward to the High Seas Rally. This I is, cannot wait. So, it's gonna be, that's going to be the coolest job we've ever had. And this is why <laughs> I bring it up too, right? Just because saying. When they had to uh, when they had to switch things up because of the rescheduling, they actually moved to a better vessel, right? Yes, like this. The new ship is bigger and it has water slides and a mini golf course, and like it's super cool. I can't <laughs> believe we actually get to go work on a cruise ship. She almost sounded real quick there, Mark. Right. Like, and then this one time uh, at band camp. One time band camp. <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't understand. I know, and it's probably good that you don't because you'd be mad at me right now. Well, no, not really. But it's so funny. you can check out uh, some of the stuff that we were talking about by hitting their websites: cfwheelsofsteel.com, um, highseasrally.com, denniskirk.com, twistedt.com to get in on that bike. Um, Hot leathers. We appreciate all the support that Andy gives us all the time, and uh, I think that's going to be about it for shop oh. talk tonight. Wait a minute! You got to give a shout out to Mitch Bodine. They have flat yes. track racing this weekend at the New Egypt Speedway. Hey, and look, I was ready for that. New look Jersey. here. Look, see that NewEgyptSpeedway.net. You if go, you look, Mitch. You look right here. Ten thirty one. Ten thirty one. Is that right? Yes. 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 This 5 p.m. 20 bucks. AMA flat track motorcycles, flat track under lights, two and Central Jersey motorcycle swap meet. And anybody goes there, got to give Mitch a hug, me. Yes, sir. So, love me some Mitch. A big old dirty one because that's, that's right. how Mark rolls. That's it, especially when it comes to Mitch. <laughs> right on, man. <laughs> so listen, um, that's going to be it for us for tonight. What an incredible show. Thanks again to Burt Baker. Thanks to Rob, everybody at Drag Specialties. Uh, everybody who participated in King of the Baggers. And I think that's going to wrap it up, right? I think so. We appreciate you guys for letting us into your headspace for a little bit. And um, until next week, stay away from the television. <laughs> go get on your motorcycle because... COVID don't go 100 mile an hour. The world is a less fucked up place when you're by yourself in a helmet. <laughs> that's all I can say. That's all I'm going to say about that. So <laughs> until next week, same chopper time. Same chopper channel. Bye, Felicia. <laughs>